Hey, uh, everybody, this is Jason Oltoff, and, and uh, we're starting a new podcast. You know, one thing that I'm excited about is being able to share some, some things. Uh, a good friend of mine, Ty, uh, which is honest. So say hi, Ty. Hey, how's it going, everybody? All right. So um, we, we just got together here just a few months ago, and we started talking and just sharing some ideas. And we realized, man, we should be recording this stuff because it's actually pretty good in our minds. So we, we thought it might be beneficial to, to each of you. But what we wanted to do on our first one is just really get a chance to, for you to get to know who we are and how we became to uh, where we're at today and moving forward and how our partnership uh, uh, with Jason and Ty was created. So so I'll, I'll go first if that's all right, Ty. Just kind of yep, uh, for me. share a little bit about, about who I am. Uh, um, for those of you who do not know, I run a business uh, in Montana. Um, I'm the regional director for Legal Shield in Montana and Wyoming, but I do a lot of other things. I do some coaching and I, and I really look at a way to bring value to, to my, uh, my members and to my associates that I partner with and things like that in, in my business and then also in our community. And so I've created uh, some networking groups. Uh, one is called CAB, our coffee and business, you know, uh, as far as uh, uh, being able to get out there into the community and really build a network. We call it the center of commerce because that's what CAB is. You know, CAB, uh, coffee is a great equalizer with business. You can sit down and really just get to know somebody over a cup of coffee. So that's where I'm at today. So, uh, and, and I've been doing this. I've been in the insurance world also for, for a number of years. And I'm also retired military. I did 25 years in the military. Uh, 10 was active duty and, and 15 was in the Air National Guard with a Red Horse unit. So for those of you who do not know what that is, that's just a, a unit that de deploys a lot. You know, their, their mission is actually overseas. It's not in our local communities. Uh, when we're back here, it's just training and stuff like that. So, so that's kind of who I am, where I come from, my background, different things like that. So Ty, share with us a little bit about who you are. You're a lot younger than I am, obviously. So uh, uh, share a little bit about, uh, uh, about your journey. Yeah, so um, you're absolutely right. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't been at, at this game very long, uh, but I feel like I've done quite a bit of different things that's kind of led me here. Um, really, I guess what got me started in, in being interested in business was back in about 2008. Uh, my dad, you know, I grew up in a really middle-class family, you know, American dream type thing. Um, and then 2008 hit, he was a salesman for a fortune 500 company. And as most companies in that echelon of, of business, they started merging and started laying off the entire staff of whoever was on the losing end of that merger. Um, and so that happened in, uh, 2008, 2009, he luckily got on his feet pretty quick and found another sales role in another fortune 500 company. And then after that, about 18 months later, that company merged. He was on the losing end of that again. Uh, so within 36 months, I watched how, what I'd always been told was, you know, go out and get a good job, you know, go to college and, and you'll never have to worry about a paycheck. Whereas if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a business owner, you've got to always wonder like, when is my paycheck going to come in? Um, so like very early on, I feel like, I started to reject that way of thinking because I was like, well, you know, I saw my dad who was a hardworking guy, no fault of his own, lose two, you know, for sure paychecks in, in a short amount of time. So um, I think that's kind of where I got the bug to, to really, you know, what they say, like live and die on your own sword kind of a thing. Um, so I, I really started getting involved in, in working for business owners in the community. Um, really my first business, I bought calves um, and fed them through the summer and then sold them for beef. And, and that really taught me, you know, what a true business looks like in terms of investing and, and hoping to make a return on that investment. And um, fa fast forward a few years later, did some, some different stuff right out of high school that kind of led to opening a marketing agency back in 2018. Um, and then that led to uh, getting into the franchise space. And, and so really where I'm at today is, is helping business owners or potential business owners get started and, and realize that um, they can take control of, of their financial lives, of their family well-being, and, and again, live and die on their, their own sword. 
Yeah, you know, a couple of things that you said. Um, can you hear me okay? Yep. Yeah, you sound okay. all right. All right, good. Sorry about that. Uh, we're, we're having some mic difficulties here. But yeah. it, Zoom's always trying to crash our party here. <laughs> yeah. So a cu- couple of things that you pointed out, which I thought was was uh, uh, pretty interesting, is the American dream, you know, what we're all taught to do and to grow up, you know, I said, go to school, get a good job, you know, work 40 years for a company. And as we find out in 2008, that doesn't happen. You know, people are were living that dream and they were a lot of people were already at that retirement point and, and they ended up losing everything. And that is a huge shift um, in, 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 uh, in the mindsets. And it can be very demoralizing because, hey, I've been taught this the whole time. And being an entrepreneur, you know, somebody that, like I said, live and die by, by your own making, you know, that way I control it versus somebody else controlling it that way. If I'm mad at anybody, it's myself. You know, but in, in the end, you know, when you're talking about business, you know, where, where you get laid off and things like that, that is kind of our fault because we trust, we rely on, on that. And we don't, not necessarily don't plan, but a lot of people, it happens a lot sooner than they expect. So they mm-hmm. didn't, they didn't plan everything, you know, the, the for long term, you know, it's yeah. that hey, it happens today, but that's about, that's about it. So, so Ty, share with me a little bit about, with, with us coming together then, you know, uh, just kind of how that happened a couple months ago. And then we all kind of moved forward and kind of kind of where we're at today. Yeah. So um, when I came out here to Montana um, to help start uh, this company called Epaga Home Care, which is operating in the franchise space and we're an emerging franchise brand. Um, one of the key territories right off the bat was Great Falls, Montana, where Jason calls home. And so Um, kind of the nature of my job is I, I'm a little bit of a gypsy, I guess, where I kind of go community to community and look for, um, again, like people that want to start a business and everybody I ran into, um, when, when I was talking about us wanting to expand into great falls, uh, everybody said, you have to meet this guy named Jason. And I probably heard it about 10 or 15 times. Like anytime you brought up the word great falls in business, Jason's name was thrown in there. So I said, all right, well, I, I got to figure out who the heck this guy is because <laughs> he must know something if everybody's kind of throwing his name around. And yeah, so we got connected uh, several months ago and and just right off the bat, I think really connected in terms of some of the, we see the world maybe in a similar way. And um, we definitely have very similar interests when it comes to personal development or networking or marketing or even just growing a business. Um so I started to learn a little bit more about what he had done with um, what he mentioned, his coffee and business networking group. Um, and, and I really thought that was an awesome idea that I wanted to try and scale in the online space. So we'd been talking about kind of getting like an online networking group started so that people across the state of Montana and across the United States and, you know, even internationally could all get together and, and share similar business ideas, just like the networking group that um, you'd gotten started in Great Falls. And so one thing led to another where we said, well, hey, just because we have this online group, you know, there still needs to be something in these communities. Um, and and if you ever get the chance, um, Wednesday mornings, right, at 9 a.m., wherever you are in the world, if you're ever in Great Falls, Montana, Wednesday mornings, you have to check out um, a cab meeting. It's just a bunch of people that get together and they're really excited to learn about each other's businesses, hear what's going on, support each other, um, grow as business owners, as salespeople, as marketers. Um, and so I had the chance to go and see that in person. And I said, look, we, and Jason had been working on that for a while of trying to grow cab outside of just Great Falls. Uh, but again, like it was the perfect matchup where I've been spending all this time in these other communities. And I said, there's something different about what's happening here in Great Falls that all these other communities really, really need. And that's just groups of people that want to get together. And and so coming out of COVID, we knew like, okay, this is a really good time for people to get back together and get into person. And so um, that kind of led to us trying to get CAB started across Montana and eventually across the nation. And um, then one thing led to another. And here we are starting a podcast about it too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you know what, and, and that's the the beauty of what uh, 
the internet does. You know, Ty and I, we don't live close to each other. We're about four hours apart, you know, so it's not like we're getting together for coffee every <laughs> weekend and doing this, right? It's, it's really a, a brainstorming online and building a mastermind uh, and, and not knowing what it's all going to look like because that's the whole point of, of it. Instead of just my ideas flowing out saying, hey, this is what I think. Now we, we can collaborate and really come together on, on how, to, how to structure something and how to structure uh, this type of an organization to meet community needs. Kind of like I said in the beginning, you know, and we talked about this last week, center of commerce, you know, because that is what we do. We try to get into the communities and into the, the um, retail sides, into the businesses, into the uh, salespeople and just try to build a community and to bring them all together and coffee is just a great way to do it. And so that's what, that's what we've done here in great falls. And, and, uh, um, and I'm not used to being on this side of the, the podcast. I'm usually asking all the questions and stuff. So that's why I go to Ty to, to ask questions because I'd rather hear what they have <laughs> to bring to the table versus what, what I, I bring to the table, but yep. uh, that, that well, is kind of where we're at. So. And, and I, I guess I'll turn the tables on you a little bit and ask you a couple of questions. Um, and, and, you know, we've had this conversation plenty of times, but what you've set up with cab is a lot different than a lot of other networking groups out there. You know, there, there's a pretty common model and, you know, we don't have to name any names out there, but where it's kind of one person per industry and it's really based around sending recommendations or referrals but you set cab up and maybe it was intentional or maybe it just grew to be that way. Very different. And you want to talk a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah. So when I started cab, you know, uh, October 24th of 2018. So it's not a, a long, uh, long period of time, but it's long enough to know kind of, kind of you, you build a ratio and you start looking at what works and you start building on that versus uh, Hey, this didn't work. Let's stop it or whatever. So the first cab I had, I had three people there, uh, uh, actually, there are six of us. There's two, two of my uh, my associates and myself, and then three other people that that we didn't know. We just kind of walked around town and invited them to to come to a coffee, and I didn't know what to expect. But my my intention was in the beginning, I just wanted it to be community cent uh, centered, you know, to where anybody in the community. And when I first looked at it, it was really anybody in the downtown community business side that wanted to come together. And then it just kind of spread to the, to the whole city and, and beyond and stuff. But that, that was kind of my goal. But my goal was also never to limit it to one insurance agent, one realtor or whatever. Because one of the things that I know um, that I've done over the years is I learn, you know, I, I've owned an insurance agency. I learn from other agents. You know what? We build friendships. So if there was a time that I couldn't write a piece of business for whatever reason, I knew I could call somebody and I knew they had my back. They weren't going to talk bad about me. I, I knew that I could take care of my clients. So what happens is the client would talk to them, get their needs met. And then when they're talking to other people, they're still referring my, me to, to other people saying, hey, get with Jason. He'll be honest with you. He'll show you uh, a directed in the right place. And if he can't help you, he'll find somebody that can. And stuff. So that's kind of when I when I looked at cab, that's what I wanted. I wanted a community based on, hey, if I got four or five insurance agents there, four or five realtors there, four or five loan officers, four or five vice presidents of banks, four or five radio stations, it didn't matter because we all learn from each other. And one other thing that, that happens in some of these other groups when you're limited to one person per industry. So if Ty and I were going to meet. And, and I and we come to the meeting and we feel bad because we don't have a referral form. So we just kind of, hey, here's a here's a name. Uh, reach out to this guy. Um, if you give me about 10 minutes, I'll call him. Let him know you're going to call him. You know, type thing. Just what ends up happening, the referrals might not be as good. And then people start shying away from it and say, hey, you know what? I'm not going to go today because I don't have a referral to give somebody. And another thing that ends up happening, Ty, is if I, let's say, I don't know if you would connect or I would connect with somebody that you're referring me to. You know what? You don't want to feel like you're, you're obligated to have to refer to, to Jason just because we're in this group together versus if there's four or five of us in the same industry and say, hey, you know what? I think this person's going to connect well with this. Or when they come to cab and they meet each other, they're going to get to know one another also. And they're going to know who they're going to connect. You're going to build up those personality relationships. And, uh, and to me, that, that, that is powerful. 
because then it's organic growth and it's organic uh, the way the referrals happen. And it's not passing a slip of paper across the table like you're, you're, you're applying for a job and, and say, hey, look at this salary. Does this work for you? It is really just a matter of, of saying, hey, you know what? Here, here's somebody that I, you know, I'm going to give you your, your number because that's how I work on referrals and stuff, Ty. And I'm not sure if that's uh, uh, your thoughts on it, too. But I really look at at doing a, um, an introduction, you know, not, not just, boy, that's getting really bad. So I'm going to I'm going to try this. So I'm going to I'm going to try this. Hopefully this will stop some of that, that noise. But, uh, you know, I, I'm you know, my goal is to do an introduction. So if I'm going to refer somebody to Ty, I'm actually going to be calling up uh, Ty and say, hey, listen, I have somebody that I that needs your services or whatever. Here's their name and phone number and put them in contact. And then I you know, I was like the person know and say, hey, do you mind if I give your information to Ty so he can touch base with you? What I love about that is I'm in control. Ty is in control, not the not the the customer or the or the client or whatever. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but a lot of times until the need arises, they forget about it. So mm-hmm. if I'm talking to somebody to refer them to Ty and I give them Ty's card or whatever, or my card or it goes in the garbage or they misplace it or whatever, and that's just normal stuff that happens. It's you know, a lot of it's not even intentional until they need a service and they can't remember who it is. So that's why I love just being able to be in charge. So if I don't call the person, that's on me. You know, I can't say, well, Ty, they never called me and never reached out to me. Um, I have their information and and it, it's even more powerful if Ty says, hey, I'm going to have Jason give you a call because now they're expecting my call. So now if I don't call, that's whammy too. You know, that, that's two strikes right there. So I really need to make sure that I am doing what I'm supposed to be doing and taking care of my business and my clients based off of that. And that's kind of the structure that CAB has taken. Um, I, I wanted it to go that direction, but I only had three other people there. I had no idea how many would show up, you mm-hmm. know, in, in our, in our CAB group. So I started that and I started doing some fun activities and I thought, man, now I have people meeting the next week. I said, Hey, do you guys want to do this again? And they said, you bet. Next week we had 10 people, you know, not just the six. Then we had 16, then we had 22. And it kept growing to where we were running 50 people on a weekly basis wow. uh, before COVID hit. And, yeah. but, the, but when I started it, I didn't know what to expect. So I started doing fun activities. I started saying, hey, what books are you reading? What podcasts are you listening to? All these different things. I started uh, creating some, some value to everybody. So they would want to bring people and they liked it because now they're engaged in the process, even not just coming to, to hear somebody speak, they're actually engaged in the process of building a network by, hey, you know what, Jason had this pod or this podcast that he recommends that's awesome. Now I'm listening to it. Ty had this book that he recommended. Now I'm reading that book, you know, so it really builds a camaraderie because you always say, you know, you're, you're some of the five people that you hang around and, and what makes the difference is, you know, the books you read and the people that, that you meet. And by reading the right books, um, we, we can get better every day. And that's kind of what I saw CAB starting to do. I started doing interviews with, with people at CAB, push their businesses out on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube, just doing some activities like that. So they saw that I was bringing value to them. I wasn't there to take, I was there to continue to give. And in the end, I, I, get, I get business, you know, it's all about uh, uh, giving and, and, and making sure we take care of our clients but we, we do, we, we grow organically. Our businesses grow organically and we start, uh, when, when somebody needs one of my services, they say, Hey, Jason, you know what? Maybe yeah, cab or whatever. Uh, I need, I need some services. I need a will done. I need certain things or whatever. Can we sit down and talk? You know, I call and, and Ty and I, we talked a little bit about this, but I, I call it uh, the one hour work week because you can literally come for that one hour, one hour, and you work and you can set your schedule for the rest of the week just by showing up for cab for one hour. So mm-hmm. that's kind of how, how the structure started and, and it's just growing. I've had a lot of people tell me they love it because even though I structure it a certain way, they look at it as not being structured. Mm-hmm. They like it because they can come spend 15 minutes, visit. I give them a platform to, to do the 30 second commercial. Um, I give them a platform to share their business for 15 or 20 minutes um, and literally we have a stage, so we do have a platform for that done in our area. doesn't necessarily mean that'll be happening in all the areas, 
and then I also bring in guest speakers. So I don't know if you saw the the, the video yet uh, yesterday on Cab Tie, but I actually had Fit Republic our and she, and Amanda brought her and one of her instructors, and we did five exercises on wow. video. Um, so it was pretty cool, you know, is interactive, yeah. you know, I try to bring in uh, businesses that are out there that want to partner with the community and cab is a great way for them to get in front of people that just makes sense. So back to you, Ty, hopefully that kind of shares a little bit about that yeah. and, and uh, kind of where it's gone. Yeah. And, and I think that's definitely important for people to understand like what you've built to this day. And I think you hit on a bunch of things that, you know, really, I think where we connect a lot is, is on the learning aspect of things. And, you know, we kind of, yeah, I think even in our first conversation, we're all, we kind of got into some of the books that we gravitate towards and some of the authors or thought leaders or whatever you might want to call them um, that, that we really identify with and, and try to take things from. And, and, you know, you mentioned um, that, that core five people in your circle and, and you start to become more and more like them. And, and something that I learned pretty quick is that, and especially when you're young, you know, and, and there's not a whole lot of people around you maybe that are doing the things that you want to be doing. And so a lot of people use that as, as a barrier. They say, well, no one around me is, is doing what I want to do. Nobody's reaching the success that I wish I could. So something that I learned really quickly is that, you know, you, you might not be able to be around some successful person getting started. But when you read that book, that person almost becomes part of your five people. And so, you know, we could go on and on all day and I'm sure we'll touch on books in future episodes that we like, but you know, your Grant Cardone's or your Robert Kiyosaki's or your Gary Vaynerchuk's or your Tim Ferriss's of the world, you know, it would be very hard to get in a room with them and get even five minutes of their time. But these books and these podcasts and, you know, what used to be tapes and is now online courses, you can take those people and add those people to your circle. Um, and, and so that's, I think, something that's going to be a key of this podcast going forward is, you know, we're really big on learning and we're both continual learners and avid readers and try to read as many books as we can in the year and reread books that really last left a lasting impact on us that, you know, you still pick things up through the third or fourth time reading it. Um, so, and, and maybe that's where, you know, maybe every month we pick a book that as a podcast, we're going to kind of study and, you know, you don't have to really come with your report to the podcast, but we can talk about some of our reports or something like that. And just the whole idea here, like you mentioned is, is creating a community that wants to get better, wants to succeed in business, wants to bounce ideas off of each other and just, just get better. And um, there's lots of groups out there like that that you could find. Um, but we wanted to be able to be a part of that and, and help people learn in the ways that we do. Because there were plenty of people, I'm sure, along both of our paths that said, you know, hey, you should read this book if you're interested in business. Or, hey, you should think about exploring something like this if if you're going down that path. And so, you know, if, if we could be that spark for somebody, you know, that would be worth all of this that we're starting to build. Yeah. You know, and, and Missy Ty, you know, about the books and things like that, that, that we read, you know, it really does become one of the five, you know, that you hang around. If it's just one book that you're reading or whatever, that person now becomes a mentor to you. Um, and then, and another thing, you know, when we're talking about, the people that we hang around, sometimes we have to change some of those associations if we want to get better. You know, obviously family, you can't get rid of things like that. You can't get rid of some of the, the negative stuff in people's lives. But what you can do is limit um, the amount of time that, that you spend with people that, um, because it is, you need to be positive. You know, I, I'm uh, doing a lot of uh, different studies right now, looking at different people and what they had to go through and stuff like that. And what I have to go through is, is nothing like them, but I have my own struggles. You know, I, I have my own demons, you know, I have my own hurdles, you know, that I have to get out, get over. And in a couple of those, and, and it was actually brought up yesterday at cab. I was talking with uh, Amanda. She's uh, one of the, she's the manager of fit Republic. And she says, Jason, I want to know how you remember everybody's name. I mean, you literally went around the room and talked about, talked, 
to everybody and said, next, 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 you know? And so I want to know how you did that. And that came with training, you know? Um, when I came home from the military, you know, being in the military for as long as I have, you take on that military mentality and it's like, you do it because I, I tell you to do it. If you don't do it, you're going to die. You know, and so, so we come home, we treat our families, you know, we treat everybody regimented. And so I had to learn how to not do that. I had to learn how to treat civilians as, as human <laughs> beings and, and like I care about them, you know, because cause I do. Yep. But, but if it, it's easy in the military, you tell somebody to do something and if they don't do it, they get in trouble. Versus yeah. here in, in the business world, we're, we're, we're pouring out our hearts, we're pouring out our, our knowledge and stuff with people. And if they don't do it, nothing we can do about it. All we can do is guide them. But, you know, at some point, they're going to have to make the decision. Do they want to hang around the negative ones or do they want to hang around the ones that are going to uh, allow them to get better? You know, and, and one of the things that, uh, that I've started to do this last month is because I, I did an interview of a guy and I think I talked to you about it, about him, Ty. His, his name is Kyle Osborne. He's down in Helena and, and he has a business out there called Add Value. So I did the interview and the reason I did, the reason I reached out to him is because there was a, a the radio station or TV station, I, I can't remember where it was, I found it on the internet and they were interviewing him because what he did, he was writing letters to people all across the country to give them a positive message. So if I was having a bad day, Ty, you could call Kyle up or, or write Kyle or email him and say, hey, Kyle, Jason is having a bad day. Here's some information about him. Can you send him a letter? And he would actually send a letter, physical letter, not an email, but send a letter to somebody. And he'd say, hey, you don't know me. And he never says your name. He just says, you don't know me, but I heard that you're going through some tough stuff. I just wanted to give you some encouragement. And so I called him up and I said, hey, man, I'd love to do an interview with you. So we did. And that interview was very powerful, especially in my life, because he says my his goal was to give 1% of his day to somebody else without expecting anything else in return, mm -hmm. okay, without expecting anything back. And so I said, well, what does that look like? And he said, 1% is 14 minutes and 40 seconds. So that's 1% of a day is 14 minutes and 40 seconds. Give that that 1% to somebody else, whether it's helping somebody with groceries, helping somebody across the street, whether it's just calling up somebody and say, hey, you know what, thinking of you, whatever it is, do that 1%. And let me tell you, after a year, just think where you're going to be and just think the impact of the people that you've had an impact on. And I took it another step further because I, so I have the 1440 club out there. And what that is, hey, give 1% away every day and then put it in, in the in the chat, you know, in the, in the Facebook group. But also, if you don't get a chance to give away that 1%, get yourself 1% better. Read a good, good book for 14 minutes and 40 seconds. That's usually maybe 10 pages, maybe 15 pages a day. But you do that. Trust me, after a year, you do that for a year. That's 365% difference than where you are today. If you are still the same person, I probably can't help you. There's no coaching out around <laughs> that can help you if you do not get better. I mean, just by osmosis, I think you're going to get better by, by even if you don't comprehend everything, you're going to pick up some nuggets. And I was in a, a, a conference uh, yesterday and today with uh, uh, my financial uh, organization that I belong to. And we had a guy on there that was talking and he talks about a 10, three, one. He says, Write down 10 ideas that you're getting from my speech today or 10 ideas from a book or whatever. Circle three of the top things that, that are important to you and then do one. And it's just, you don't have to do all 10. Don't get overwhelmed, but pick something out. So if you're not learning every time you read, dig a little deeper. Try to, try to read to understand. You know, not just read to get through a book because that's not the goal. If it's a 200-page book, hey, you know what? I'm going to read 10 pages a day. I'm going to get through this book in 20 days. Yeah. You know, that, that's a great goal. But if you're not learning from it, it doesn't do any good. I'd rather have you take a month to read that book or two months to read that book if you're getting something from it. And to me, that that is the, the key when you read. And, and I'm not an avid reader. I, I I hate it to read. So I'm I'm not I'm I'm not the the one that says, hey, I've been reading all my life and I'm gonna hammer this into people. No, I'm not an avid reader. It takes me a lot longer, 14, 40, 14 minutes and 40 seconds. I don't even know if I can get through 10 pages or not. <laughs> but 
but uh, but but I do read to understand and I really get into that. And so my whole point for that part is I don't read to read. I read for the results that I get from it. I may not like to read, but I like the results because any leader that's out there that talks about things, it is the books that they read that talks about getting better, the Thinking Grow Rich books, the uh, Robert Kiyosaki books, whatever they are, the Grant Cardone's, it doesn't really matter, John Maxwell, whatever the books are, you know, you, you read for the results that you get from it. And sometimes you have to push through it. It's like exercising. You may not like to exercise. So doing one push-up isn't going to get you where you want to go. But if you want the results, you got to do the activity. You got to do the, the, the things that aren't fun in order to get the results. Things that you might not like to do, you might need to do them up front. So later on, you can start doing the things that you love to do all the time just because you started reading and you started gleaning from these these uh, uh People, and I don't want to say millionaires or whatever, because they're not all that, uh, but just leaders and influencers in our community, they didn't get there just by osmosis. They, they got there because they learned from somebody else. They had mentors, they had people that bring them in. And that's kind of, Ty, you and I, you know, we're talking about, about doing this, uh, uh, this podcast is really to bring value, value to uh, people and, and show people, hey, get mentors out there, get people involved in your life. You know that that can help you get uh, uh, get better and get get you down the road where you want to be. You know, uh, there's a lot of years difference between you and I. You know, uh, uh, you're you're less than half my age. <laughs> I, mean, I won't say my age yet. We'll we'll wait till we're we'll get a little bit farther down into podcast. Yeah, you gotta stick around for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's the key. So anybody that's watching this podcast, if you want to know how old I am, you got to maybe maybe it's gonna be podcast ten or fifteen. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but. Uh, uh, but it will be, it will be out there. But the point is, get better, Ty. And, and you and I, you know, we've talked a lot about this stuff. We've talked about sharing uh, uh, our passion, you know, even though there's a lot of age differences, I don't look at it at us in the categories that the world puts us in, you know, generation X, Y, Zs, Ws, whatever they are, <laughs> you know, um, we, we don't want to be categorized like that. You know, we want to say, you know, we, you know, I might fit better with this model because of our experience that we had, you know, growing up. My experience uh, was a little different than yours, Ty. Um, growing up, you know, you talked about your dad, you know, in 08, you know, losing a job and losing another job and stuff due to that. I never dealt with that with my, with my dad. You know, he always, my parents always, you know, had things taken care of for us and stuff. And sometimes, you know, sometimes it makes it easy uh, for us and we don't see the struggles and stuff. So, so when we do get hit with struggles, we say, well, this stinks, mm -hmm. you know, where in your thing, you say, Hey, I don't want that to happen to me. So I want to, I want to make a difference. So sometimes the struggles are, are good. And, and we always have to look at, at what are we learning from some of these struggles and you learned not to rely on somebody else, mm -hmm. you know, and, and at times we have to rely on other people, obviously, but, you know, when we're talking about our income and we're talking about our, our money and our livelihood, if we put it in the hands of somebody else, that can be taken away pretty fast. Where when, when we build our own businesses, even if we don't make a lot of money, and, and I can't remember if it was you that I was talking to, Ty, a while back or somebody else, but I said I would rather make $100,000 in my own business than $200,000 working for somebody else. Mm -hmm. Just because I'm in, I'm in control of that. You know, I just have to make sure that I that I have more money coming in than going out, but it is a matter of that mindset of, hey, anybody can do a business if they if they choose to do it, um, but you gotta take that first step. And that is always the scary part. And hopefully this podcast might lead somebody to say, hey, I wanna jump in. I wanna, I want some excitement in my life. You know, don't, don't jump off a cliff because that'll really give you some excitement. <laughs> <laughs> but let's, uh, uh, let, let's take some steps. You know, let's help people, people grow and, and become uh, uh, be, become better uh, uh, fathers, mothers, parents, business leaders, influencers in, in the community. Like you said, you know, when when uh, you heard my name out there, I didn't know any of that stuff was going on, you know. But I walk into a room, people know who I am in our local community and stuff, just because I'm very visible. And it's not, and and I'm sure Ty, you didn't hear well. This is Jason Oltoff and this is his business, you heard, if you want to get into the community or learn something about the community, get a hold of Jason Oltoff. 
that's what I wanted. I didn't want it to say, well, Jay Solto is the guy for this. Now, when you need those services, yeah, I'm going to be top of mind, but that's not what brought us together. It was because my name out there was my name. It wasn't what I did. It was just being a part of the community and being an influencer. If I understood yeah. correctly. So. And, and I think like that, that's definitely kind of our motivation behind this. Like we both have things that obviously if you were interested in, you could get involved with us, but whether you're a, a plumber or an electrician, or you own a music store or a restaurant, or you're a salesperson, or even if you work at a retail store and you're an employee, we're hoping that something out of this podcast, if maybe our 1% rule, maybe there's 1% of this podcast that might be useful to you, um, then you'll be able to run with some of that knowledge. Uh, but I think you know, kind of listening to to some of the things you were talking about, um, I think the key theme there in whatever you're doing, if you're trying to get better through reading or it's, you know, maybe you're exercising or you're eating or whatever it is, um, I think the big thing is just showing up every day. It, you don't have to show up and do good, but just showing up is half the battle. And so, again, if it's going to the gym, even if you got up, drove to the gym and only got on the treadmill for five minutes and left. If you could continually do that, you'll get to the point of saying, okay, well, I might as well do 10 minutes. Okay. I might as well do 15 minutes. So I, I think that's a big key to this. And, and, and certainly like growing up in agriculture, especially raising animals, they got fed twice a day, 365 days a year. So like from a very young age, it, it, if it was snowing or hailing or it was 105 degrees, you didn't have an option. You had to show up. And so it was instilled in who I am from a very, very young age. But I think if if you're listening to this podcast and, and you're wanting to start a business or you're wanting to get into sales or you're wanting to figure out how to get promoted at your company and be more of an asset to your boss and start moving up the ladder that way. If you can continually show up each week as we put these out and and listen to some of the things that we say or or hear a title of a book that sounds interesting that we both got usage out of, if you just show up and just put in a little bit of time, good things happen. Yeah, you know, I you brought up a good point, so I kind of wrote a couple of notes um, down on that, you know. Showing up, um, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about introverts and extroverts. Yes. Um, me growing up, I was an introvert. You know, I was one that I, I did not want to be around people and things like that. But I realized if I wanted to have a business or whatever, I needed to get out of my shell. I needed to get over that. So I liked your analogy about showing up to the, uh, to the gym and, and doing five minutes on the treadmill and things like that. One thing that I look at on that, even if you just show up to the parking lot and don't go in, mm. showed up, go home. You know what? That's one step closer to getting on that treadmill. The next time you go to the gym, it's going to be easier and you're going to be able to walk in and you're going to be able to get on that treadmill and do five minutes. Mm -hmm. And then next time, 10 minutes and then 10 minutes after that. So that's, that's the, the whole key is showing up at that first step, you know, getting out of there. Another thing that you mentioned was, you know, uh, just gleaming, gleaning something out of what we talk about, even whatever that 1% is, you know, use a shopping cart, you know, method. You say, hey, you know what? A lot of that doesn't matter to me or doesn't affect me or whatever, but I like what you guys said here. Take that one nugget and run with it. You know, it doesn't matter if you're an electrician or a plumber or a car salesman or do what we do or a business owner or working for a bank. It doesn't really matter. The fundamentals are all the same. You know, it doesn't really matter uh, what you do. There's still certain fundamentals that, uh, that are the, the pathway to success. And, and a lot of people think that, well, you need money to make money. No, you just need to know what money does and how to, how to use the money to be able to get something. You know, people create a lot of things, not necessarily because they have a lot of money. And another thing, and just, just so we're clear on this, success doesn't necessarily mean money. Success means where are you content in your life and where are you successful? It could be with your family. It could be with your church. It could be in your business. It could be any of these things. It could be at your job. You know what? Success can mean a lot of different things. It doesn't mean that you need to be a millionaire. 
It just means that, hey, I'm successful because I got these things. I got, you know, my, my faith, my family, my finances, you know, all these things are, are lining up. And one thing that, that I do a lot of uh, teaching on is I really look at what is, you know, when, when you're out there working and stuff and, and you are trying to build balance in your life, you got to figure out what that balance is. Because if one of those areas is out of balance, it could affect everything else. So mm -hmm. if you're not spending enough time at home, if you're not, you know, doing these certain activities or whatever, find that balance. You know, don't be the workaholic. You know, nobody puts on their grave, you know, let's say, hey, you know what? I wish you would have been in the office more. Yeah. You know, it, it's, uh, hey, I wish I would have spent more time with my kids. Well, you have an opportunity to do that. You got to mm -hmm. recognize it. You got to recognize it. So, and, and I think it comes down to, um, and I think it's starting to get talked about a little bit more, but I think when we talk about success, we might mean like happiness is a good word to kind of throw around in that mix. It's, you know, for, for some people it, it is money for some people, it's um, being able to send your kids to a little bit better of a school than you got to go to, or, or even, you know, look, I, I can, I've built my business where I can show up at nine and be able to leave at five and know that things are going to be run properly and I can make the t-ball games or I can make the, the school play. Um, and I think that that, as we talk about some of what our goals are professionally and, and you start to think about some of the goals in your life, um, success, I'm glad you brought that up is, is in my book, at least, are you happy? Are you able to, to wake up, get out of bed and not feel like, Oh, wow, I'm, I'm wasting my time, or I wish I was doing something else. Like if you can truly feel like you're, and, and you're not always going to feel in control, but if most of the time you can honestly say, wow, I'm, I'm glad that everything that happened today happened. Yeah. You know, talking about uh, uh, kids, you know, games and stuff like that. I remember, uh, you know, when I was running my, my business and stuff, I, I took off a lot of time to go to my kids' games, but you know what happened? I went back to the office and I did what I needed to do because I still had goals mm -hmm. to do. And, and I actually hired an agent a few years ago and he loved it because he was his own boss. He mm -hmm. says, man, I love this. I'm taking off for my girlfriend's birthday. I'm taking off for all this. I'm going to go <laughs> golfing. I'm going to do all this stuff, but he wasn't working. And then he says, hey, I'm not getting paid. Can I get, get a raise? I said, well, zero, you know, zero of zero is still zero. You know, you got to do something to, to make money. Right. Yep. But, but sometimes we get into the thing, well, I want to be a business owner because I have all this freedom and mm -hmm. you do, you just have to make sure that you, you build that balance. You know, uh, like I said, when I went to a kid's soccer game at three o'clock in the afternoon, it's just down at four 30. If I have a couple of phone calls to make, I'm going back to the office to do that. Mm -hmm. you know, it's not, it's not just, uh, uh, because in there's, there's a season, you know, for it all yep. too. Yep. You know, and I had a, a good friend of mine that he was a coach for his uh, kids in school. And he said, Jason, this is so hard, you know, with coaching and all this other stuff. And I said, hey, sometimes you might need to back off one so you can do it later on all the time that you want. And that's what he did. He backed off for two years. He said, hey, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be the assistant. I'm going to be here to help. And two years later, he was able to go in and run with it because now he built a business and he built income, you know, that was going to that was going to come in and stuff. So he was able to take that time versus if he would have just continued on doing the same path because he loved to do it. It's all great that you love to do it. But if you are, if you want to be um, a business owner, yeah, happy is to me is, is the key. If you're happy doing all that, that is great. But sometimes it means if you want to make sure that you have that income coming in so you can do it when you want to do it, not just, not just uh, times when, when things are slow. I want to be able to go see my kids in Germany. I want to be able to go do things on my terms and stuff like that. So what does that mean for me? Sometimes I have to work a little bit harder in some of those all the time, but I got to build that balance. And when I say build that balance and, and to make sure that your family is happy and that you're happy, you're sitting down with your family, mm -hmm. letting them know, hey, you know, and it might be putting your, your spouse on your schedule. You know, you don't want to, I don't, this is going to be live. So uh, yeah. this can be on, <laughs> on a podcast, but but it might be say, hey, you know what? I'm going to spend, you know, uh, this night and this night and this night at home with my family. Mm -hmm. so, and then don't schedule anything because what ends up happening, I know in my world, if I don't do that, somebody calls me up and say, hey, Jason, are you available Thursday night? You bet. How about Friday night? Of course. How about Saturday night? You bet. Let's do it. 
And then I forget that, oh, I should have put the birthday party for my son on there on <laughs> Thursday and, and my date with my wife on Friday and all this other stuff. Because when you're in business, we always want to say yes. I mean, that's just the tendency I see. A lot of people want to say yes. So it is a matter of just coming back and saying, hey, you know what, if I got it on my calendar, now I have it scheduled and I know where I'm available and stuff like that. So I don't feel guilty. So like you said, you can be happy. You can go to bed at night knowing you did what you set out to do and you have balance in your life and you can sleep good. Yeah, I, I think you just have to really understand like what you actually want to accomplish and what it's going to take to get there. Because for some people, like you said, if maybe it's making $100,000 a year and you've got your evenings and your weekends and as long as, again, you're happy in that, but you know, if you're saying to yourself like, oh, I want to make a million dollars or whatever the number is, and you're like, but I also don't want to work after five o'clock and I don't want to work on weekends and I don't want to work on, that's fine. But, you know, there's just a different path to what's going to take you there. And so I think you just have to be really able to look yourself in the mirror and and discern what your goal actually is and and what that, and and what your personality is. Like, I think for both of us, you know, our running businesses and, and doing the things that we do is almost like a sport to us. And so like, that's what we do for fun. You know, we are just lucky that way. And there are lots of people that aren't wired that way that could really care less as long as they've got, you know, a steady income and foods on the table. And, you know, as, again, you just have to really take that into consideration and, and figure out, look, what what do I need to be happy? What does my family need to be happy? And and figure out what it takes to get there. And if you've if you've got to take steps to change that, if you're in a phase of your life where maybe you do have to work really hard for the next 10 years so that you can, you know, as the kids get older or whatever it is, take a little bit of the foot off the pedal a little bit and and enjoy things more. So I, I think it's just being able to have a grasp on on who you are, what makes you happy, and what you actually want. And then you'll be able to figure out what success means for you. Yeah, because it, it means different things to different people. You know, uh, I'm farther down the road than, than you are, Ty. So as, as we're talking about success, you know, um, it, it, it is a little different. You know, I, I don't have any kids at home, but I got grandkids, you know, that, that are both in Germany now. So, you know, we got the different aspirations but our goals and our dreams might have changed over the years or, or gotten more clear of what we want uh, the older we get because they do change you know and that's another thing uh, uh, when you're talking about being happy you know sometimes it's fluid stuff you know it's hey right now this is the phase of my life so this is where I got to be my family understands so we're going to do it but then the next phase of your life there's going to be other things that, that are going to uh, change or, or clarify or modify your goals and your dreams in order to, to reach those. And, and for some, it could be, Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm going to live on a, on a beach, you know, right now in the wintertime here in Montana, that's what I was saying all winter with my wife. I said, you know what, <laughs> next year, this is our last winter here in Montana. Cause next year, you know, we, I want to be on a beach. I went to like that. I, I like the snow. I just don't like it where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> The, the older I get, you know, the, the harder the winters are on me just because uh, you get creaky bones and, and everything else. But it is figuring out what's going to, what, what makes you happy. And, and I don't want to sound like, hey, you know, what, what makes you happy and go for it because nothing else matters, you know, as long as you're happy. It's, it's how do you bring happiness or balance into your life? You know, it's not a matter of, hey, I'm happy. My, my wife is miserable. My kids hate me and all this other stuff. But I'm happy, you know. That's not what it's about. It's really about how to bring that balance together and say, hey, you know what? I, I, I'm content. I'm happy. I'm joyful. You know, all these different feelings and stuff. Does that happen every single day? Now, I'm not saying you got to be happy every day or joyful every day, but it is needs to be part of your, your daily routine. Say, no matter what happens today, I know I did my best. I did 110%. I got 1% better. I read 1%. I gave away 1%, whatever that looks like. When you can lay your head down at night, I sleep good. I have a Fitbit on. My score is usually over 80. Wow. 80 means <laughs> I'm doing good, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so my wife always gets mad at me because mine is so high. But yeah. 
I sleep good. I sleep good because because I know that I won the day. Mm. Yeah. So we're kind of getting close to an hour here. Um, so as we kind of wrap up and think about, you know, we we hope you enjoyed our inaugural inaugural episode here. Um, and yeah, let us I guess let us know in the comments or reach out to us and, and let us know what you want to hear, because that was something that was very important to us when we started our online networking group is saying, you know, we don't want to be the ones that are always saying, oh, let's talk about networking or let's talk about success or let's talk about this. Um, you know, we'd love to hear what you actually want to hear about and we can give you our two cents and you can figure out if that's <laughs> a valuable two cents or if you're like, yeah, I'll go, with, I'll go with this other way. But um, yeah. And I, and I was just thinking for next week, maybe we can talk a little bit. We talked a little bit about the, the books that, you know, or I guess we talked a little bit about how reading's important to us. And so maybe next week we can each bring our five top five books that, that we've read and ones that we recommend. And so, um, yeah, yeah I guess as we wrap up, that's kind of my thoughts on, on where to head. Yeah, no, I think that would be good uh, to do something like that. And, and as, as we uh, wind down, you know, one thing, you know, is, is Ty, you and I were talking, you know, just a couple of weeks ago, we can come up with a lot of topics and things like that. And in the beginning we will, but if people aren't asking those questions or want to learn about it, it doesn't do any good if, if people aren't going to find value in it. So that's why we really want to hear from you guys that are watching this or listening to this and say, Hey, you know what, how about this topic? You know what, we'll get it on our schedule and, and talk about it. You know, we're, we might not be experts, but I will tell you when, when more than one mind comes together, you know, ideas start to form and we can start discussing some of these topics and really um, hopefully put some clarity into, into your guys' minds what that looks like. So, so yeah, you bet. Uh, so any closing comments other than that, Ty? Are we ready to wrap it up? Yeah, I think, I think we're good. Yeah, thanks everybody for tuning in and uh, spending about an hour with us. We, we appreciate that. We know, again, time is the most valuable thing for everyone. So if you, if you spent that little bit of time with us out of your day and out of your week, we appreciate it. And we're going to, we're going to keep making these every week and, and bring value and insights and people that you might want to hear from. Um, and that's kind of our commitment to everybody. We're, we're not really trying to do this to, you know, sell anybody anything or we just again want to want to bring value we've we've done quite a quite a bit of different things in our lives combined and so if you can learn from some of the some of the failures some of the high points um hopefully that that helps you get a little bit further down the road and and you don't have to start maybe where we started yeah if we can help you stop making or if help you not make mistakes or help you, uh, I guess that's probably the wrong way to say it, but yeah. you know, help you to learn from our mistakes so you don't make those same mistakes. So that's really what it's about. So, so with that, Ty, we're going to go ahead and sign off and we will see you all next week. Talk Perfect. to you later. See you, everybody.